Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show, a podcast for tired parents who are searching for a bit more sleep the caring way. I'm your host, Kerry Secker, infant sleep consultant, founder of my unique sleep approach, Care It Out, and your caring sleep supporter. I really hope you'll join me on my mission to get small to settle night's sleep without the tears, training, or techniques. I love talking about sleep and I can't wait to share my sleep subjects with you. My approach to getting you more sleep is simple, straightforward, but above all, it's got to make sense and feel best for you. Ready to get more sleep? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Carrot Out Sleep Show. You are listening to your host, Kerry Secker, and I hope you are all really well. This is podcast record take four, I think. Um, I went to record it numerous times yesterday and every time I sat down to record it, I just started talking and got into the flow and there was a drill outside the window, and then somebody started one of those machines where you feed the trees in and then it cuts it up and it's really noisy, people yelling outside the window, so hopefully I'm going to have more luck this time. Um, I hope so, otherwise I'm going to miss the deadline of getting it out for next Tuesday. Anyway, I hope you're all really well. Today I am going to be talking about napping at nursery. So I thought, um, I haven't actually done a podcast episode on this sleep subject, which is, I'm surprised there's not been one so far, because I think there's 23, 24 episodes of it now, which is amazing. It's gone so quickly. Um, And the reason why I'm doing this is I think it's quite poignant at the moment so if you are listening to this in the future um it is i don't even know what year we're in july 2020 and i'm based in the uk and we are just coming out lockdown isn't over but we have been in lockdown for the last three months due to the covid19 crisis and life is lockdown's not over as i mentioned but we're just starting to um get back to a new sense of normalcy and lots of you are going back to work i've had lots of messages um, emails and messages from you saying that you're going back to work and that you're worried about your small napping at nursery so, so i thought it would be a really good chance to go through this on a podcast because um, I've got lots of sleep suggestions and lots of reassurance to answer on this. Um, I do use, when I'm talking through this, two things. is One, I'm going to use, the, the podcast episode is called Napping at Nursery, because if you follow me for a while, I like a bit of alliteration. Um, and I just think it's a nice and tidy. However, you can, it isn't just, you don't, you can use wherever your... Um, small is going to whether that's nursery childminder grandparent nanny au pair you could pretty much use all the sleep advice and sleep suggestions i'm going to share in this episode with any kind with any childcare. i think that's really important it's not just nursery childminder nanny au pair grandparent friend Uh, i think i've covered all bases there and the other thing is i use the word small and i've had quite a bit of criticism about this people have sent me lots of messages going what's wrong with the word baby and i can say the word baby there i just said it um but i use the word small because i want to try and be in as inclusive as possible and i work all the way from newborn up to the work to the age of eight years so i thought this would be i prefer the word small because then i'm not just a lot of the advice out there is geared towards babies but by using the word small i'm hoping it means that it's more inclusive and it's for any age i think that's really important so let's dig in then so napping away from home so napping at nursery 
it's a big transition for, for, for you both. It's a big transition for you and your small. And I just want to reassure you because my intention behind everything I ever put out, podcasts, um, chatting to you, it's all about the reassurance. I just want to reassure you it is completely natural to worry. Um, it's a big change. Change is strange. And it's a big transition for both you and your small. And it's also natural to panic and wonder how on earth are they ever going to nap at nursery like it can just feel I don't know how it feels for you because nobody can but I I can imagine I speak to lots of parents and they tell me like I just can't even imagine or comprehend how my small is going to sleep when they go to nursery and that's that is a big worry because you're worried about going back to work making sure that um your small is getting the best care possible they're sleeping and napping at nursery and that it the sleep doesn't hit the skids because of that especially if you've been working really super hard um to 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 get that to get your small to get your sleep in place so yeah just want to just wanted to reassure you it's completely normal and it's completely natural to panic and wonder how they will have a nap at nursery um and i just want to again it's all about that reassurance isn't it but smalls and you are very adaptable and i know it sounds super unbelievable when i say they're super unbelievable but chances are they will nap they will go there and nap like a champ and if they don't to begin with because some it's a transition and transition takes time it does usually settle all it's all on its own without you doing anything so I hope you find that reassuring. Um, it just takes a little bit of time, that's all. And then it's also logical logical to think that what they need with you to get down for a nap, that's what they're going to need at nursery. Um, so for example, if you feed or if you breastfeed or feed your baby to sleep or you rock in a certain way or you do a certain thing to get your small to nap or you've got to work really hard for naps at home, it is natural and logical to think that what they need at home, they need replicated at nursery or they're not going to nap. But again, smalls are very adaptable and they also have different sleep boundaries with different people um so yes so the two things here is one it seems really logical that if that's if you have to work quite hard or they need a certain something with you to get them to nap then they'll only nap with that at nursery and the other way that we can look at that as well is that it's not it's logical to think well if that is the case i better do something can change that and get them to fall asleep in their cot or by themselves to nap independently before they start nursery and again if that's what you want to do absolutely crack on but um it's not always a a guarantee or given that just because they can do it with you that they're going to do it at nursery and vice versa and chances are I say this all the time and I can when I say it I can see parents kind of rolling their eyes at me and just like oh how what what's going on this is not going to happen but chances are your small will start nursery it might take a bit of time and chances are they are going to nap there and I know that sounds crazy and I know you're going to worry about it and it will feel like um it can be mixed emotions because I think parenting can be that um that it's like a magnet sometimes that whole push me pull me you want them to nap there at nursery of course you do because you want your small to be getting the rest they need and you don't want their sleep to come off track at night time because if you've been listening for me for a while you know naps are pretty important um but at the same time you're like well i've been trying for however long to get you to nap at home why can't you do this at home and it can really feel like nursery has some kind of magic sleep secret or sleep um 
like sleep magic or some kind of like it's it's just it, it's crazy talk but they don't they just have your when your small goes there it's almost like a fresh start a fresh start um i don't know what i'm saying there it's almost like a fresh start um they have no preconceived boundaries um they it's yeah it's like a clean sleep slate really they've got no boundaries there it's a whole new routine and also i do think there's that peer pressure as well from their little baby buddies there that everybody else is sleeping um so there's nothing else going on so that they'll sleep there so yes i hope that i hope that really helps reassure you but yes i totally can understand and empathize with the the worry um and the wondering of how they're going to nap there um but chances are they will nap there it might take a little bit of time some i like the sum but not all rules so some smalls will start nursery and they will just nap like a champ there slot into the routine um it's it's like they've been at nursery all their life where some smalls will go there and um they might take a little bit of time because nursery is very different from being at home there's more children it's noisy it's light there's always something going on and it's it's unfamiliar and it's like us if we go to well it seems like a long time since i've been to the shops due to lockdown or actually been anywhere but if we go to a new place or a new shop or for me it's definitely a handbag shop i'm not a clothes kind of girl but i love i love a good handbag like i want to go around and touch all those handbags i want to put them in put put them in i want to try them on i want to look at the pockets i want to see what they look like and it's the same with your smalls they'll go to nursery their new toys new friends they just want to spend all their time um exploring their new um, new friends and new surroundings but as it starts to get less familiar the novelty kind of wears off and then the naps do usually settle um by itself again so yeah i hope that's really reassuring um there are some things we can control in life and some we can't and with the best will in the world you've chosen your nursery because you instinctively felt that it's the best place for your small to go so i would really really trust that and there are some things we can control in life and there are some things we can't and with the best will in the world we cannot control to a degree what's going to happen at nursery you can um in fact this is a really good tip if you are looking for a nursery it's always worth um asking them what their routine what routines are how they get their how they get the smalls to nap etc so you've got an idea and also share their your smalls routine with them um but you've trusted them for a really good reason and um they're the best place for your child your small to go and we can't control whether they're going to nap they're all what's going to happen there but there are some things we can certainly help to encourage and give them the best chance of napping there so here's four sleep suggestions for nailing naps at nursery number one is to expect that it might impact their sleep no i know you don't want to hear that it's the last thing you need if you are returning back to work and even if you're not when you are going through a transition such as starting nursery you don't want to hear that it could impact their sleep at night time but i would much rather keep it real keep sleep real and um talk you through what's likely to be expected and some sleep disturbance to their sleep at night time and their naps it is to be expected but it's usually only temporary given it give it a little bit of time it usually settles down all by itself so sleep suggestion number one is i encourage you to expect that it might impact their sleep 
both naps and bedtime it's completely normal because it's a big change change is strange they're away from home they might not be napping there but like most things it's usually only temporary and it does usually settle all by itself in a little bit of time Sleep suggestion number two is focus on what we can control. So I just spoke about this earlier. In life, and this has taken me a long time to realise this, in life there are things that we've got control over and some things we haven't got any control over. And I've learned that by surrendering to what I can't control, um, it's so tricky, but it can, it, it can really help. Just letting go of what we can't control and by focusing on what we can do instead can be really super helpful sometimes. So things that we can't control when they go to nursery, we can't control whether A, they're going to go down for a nap, B, how long they're going to take, or to some degree, actually, what time that's going to be as well. And again, usually um, most, again, all... Um, nurseries are completely different but most will have their nap routine like um set down i can't remember what it's called it's not a schedule like they'll have a little brochure there's a proper name for it i can't remember what it is but they will have their um their nap routine set out for you before you start um and it doesn't they might have it all set up but it doesn't necessarily mean that your small is going to slot into that so we've things that we can control are the things we can't control is if your small is going to nap there the time of it or how long they're going to take i think i already said that one but the things we can control is if they are struggling to um, nap at nursery are when they come home so we can control maybe having a slightly speedier bedtime if they need it um, in the beginning starting nursery especially the first two weeks two three weeks is a i keep saying it but it is a um transition time it's a biggie and they are going to be tired and more tired in the short term it's like us going back to work after a holiday or just doing something different it's physically and emotionally i think um, quite tiring um, and they might need um, when they come home they might be really grumpy they might need a slightly earlier bedtime and these are things we can control and it can be again it can be really hard that whole parenting is that is all the whole parenting is like that push me pull me like I'm really happy that they've they've been okay at nursery but they're tired and I can see they want to go to bed but I also want to spend some time with them and again I think it's always a good reminder that that is only temporary too in the short term things we can control they might need a speedier bedtime routine so that they're getting down to to sleep a little bit quicker if they need it some smalls they're all really different they might need a little bit longer with you in the bedtime routine um if they've been separated from you all day they might some smalls really really need that reconnection when we come when they come home they're all really different and some smalls might need a slightly earlier bedtime when they come home from nursery if they haven't napped particularly well um they're really super tired i would try and prioritize having some connection time some love bombing time with you um and then try and whip them down to sleep um a, a little bit earlier than usual where again some babe some smalls might need a slightly later bedtime they might have napped a little bit later there they might have even napped a little bit more there and they might need a slightly later bedtime and my suggestion would be especially in the very early days routine doesn't necessarily 
mean that it's got to be rigid it's okay to roll with it for a little bit and it's okay to be in the moment and just my my advice would be to just take it one day at a time and see what happens and especially in those early weeks i think that's really important so sleep suggestion number two focus on what we can control in life there are things we can control and things we can't control the sooner um i surrender to what i can't control it's not always easy but there was definitely less frustration things we can't control at nursery whether they're with the best will in the world whether they are going to nap how long they're going to nap what time they are even though the nursery will probably set out the timings um it's natural to be completely up in the air in those early weeks but things we can control are having some connection time when you come back from nursery spending some time together like really prioritizing that when they come back and it's actually it's for both of both of you it's for both of your benefit i think that's really important some smalls might need if they're really tired might need a really super speedy bedtime routine i would still stick to the routine but clop through it quite quickly and a slightly earlier bedtime where some smalls may and they'll have it i'm sure that they well they did when i used to work in a nursery and pick up babies from nursery they'd write it all down in their book if they've had a late nap um they might need um slightly longer bedtime routine with you and they might need their bedtime pushed a little bit later it's always okay to roll with your routine Sleep suggestion number three, give it time. Time, 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 time. You must be so bored of me saying the word time because I get bored of me saying this word all the time. Um, But starting nursery, it's a transition. Massive change for both you, your small. It's any adjustment to our routine, however tiny, it takes time. When we do something for the first time, it's a little bit like the first time you cook a new recipe or you... um, first time you drive somewhere or walk somewhere and you're following the sat now the first time you're constantly checking aren't you oh look at that new thing around there or you're checking have i got all the right bits for the recipe in the right order but the more you do it the more familiar it becomes and the more familiar it becomes the less you need to check it and it's the same with starting the routine starting a new routine such as going to nursery in the beginning it's going to feel really really weird especially if you're having to get up earlier out of the house earlier it really is a biggie when it comes to your routine um but again it usually that novelty wears off giving it a little bit of time and patience and especially especially when it comes to napping there some smalls as i mentioned before will go there and will nap like a champ straight away and chances are even if you can't imagine how that's going to happen that is but it's that's more likely to happen than the other way however for some little ones they won't they do find it hard to nap there because it's so new they it's a new sleep place and they actually might be sleeping on a floor bed or in a new cot or a completely new place might not always be dark there um there might be people different noises different smells um other children moving around different noise it's and also there's just so much to do you want to take it all in it's like when you go on holiday and first day itis you just want to do everything um and then as you ease into your holiday you start to settle down and hopefully it'll be the 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 same with your smalls nap there give them a little bit of time ask the um nursery to always give them that opportunity to sleep and even if they're not sleeping and they're just having a bit of a quiet time or rest that can be really super helpful as well and nine times out of ten if they don't and that's a big if they don't nap there give them a little bit of time to settle in there give it time for the novelty to wear off 
give it time for them to get used to their new surroundings, give them time to get used to the new noise, chances are they will nap there, um, nap there, which is great, that's what we want. So sleep suggestion number three is give it time. Um, transitions are tricky, they take time, it's unfamiliar, um, and it's natural for your small to resist naps there and not want to nap there. And if your small is one of those, it honestly usually settles all by itself just given a little bit of time and then my last sleep suggestion sleep suggestion number four take a familiar object from home and their dummy if they have a dummy and comforter if they have one i would highly recommend taking it with you in fact a bonus sleep suggestion for you would be to if you can to double up so buy a couple of dummies buy a couple of comforters use them before you go and then actually leave them there so that you don't end up getting to know you've got enough to especially those first few weeks you've got enough to remember without worrying oh have i remembered their dummy have i remembered their comforter but if you leave normally most nurseries will have like a little cubby hole or a little peg or a bag there and you can leave the comforter and dummy there so that you don't um so you don't you don't forget it and that gives them the best chance to nap there as well so i'm not necessarily saying introduce a comforter before you go but if you if that's something you want to do um there's absolutely no harm in doing that um some you might find that you you'll have the comforter around but your small is not absolutely not interested in it at all but then when you take it when you take it to nursery with them then that's when they'll kind of reach out for it so that's worth it if not taking a little muzzy sprayed with a little bit of sleep spray or a little bed ted from home that can really help them to feel familiar and that can help to get them to nap there as well so this was quite an easy one sleep suggestion number four is take a familiar object from home with them whether you want to introduce a comforter a little muzzy um, that they can take with them um, that can help them to just again it's not nothing is a, a miracle um miracle cure to, to get them to nap there um and there's no guarantee but having something familiar from home can help them and just a reminder that if they do have a dummy or comforter that they're used to at home take that and spares and bonus tip would be to leave it at nursery because i've definitely done that before where they can't find a, a dummy and you turn up and they've got someone else's dummy in and you're like ah what is going on and then actually i've just i've got two last pieces of advice actually um one i've actually just thought of the what did i just think of yes it's natural that you might want to start um thinking about moving away from feeding to sleep or rocking to sleep i honestly would only change that if you want to change it because as i mentioned before what they it's logical to think that what they need to to nap for you so in a pram rocking on sleeping on the breast with a bottle you're, you're cuddling them off to sleep natural to think well that's what they're going to need replicated at nursery and they're not going to nap without it but chances are different boundaries with different people and there's no guarantee that if you did that anyway that it's going to help with nursery but if you wanted to move away because for whatever reason it gave you a little bit more control over it you felt you were doing something that you wanted to move away from it there's absolutely no reason why you can't do that and in some cases it can help um 
but I just always again like to manage expectations and if you did want to do this I go through all the tools all all the tools that I use in practice um, a really good starting point for this in my bedtime boundary e-course and you can use it it's called bedtime boundaries but you can use it at naps too and what I do is I'll pop that in the show notes for you but I would only recommend doing that if that is something you really wanted to do you weren't doing it for someone else and then my last this I promise this is the last last piece of advice now is if you are at all concerned or worried about your small's routine there, how they're going to nap, it is always worth speaking to your nursery. Um, I used to work in a nursery, I did some training in a nursery, this is quite a few years ago, and everybody that I worked with, they genuinely have your small's interests at heart, and it's always worth chatting to them, and I'm I'm sure they'll be able to reassure you about your small's routine or will be happy um, to answer any of your questions. So yeah, if you're in any doubt, it's always worth speaking to your nursery. Well, as always, I hope you found that reassuring and informative and it gives you some things to try. Um, And the most important thing is I really hope you're going back to nursery and going back to work, that both of you, all of you, um, make that transition and and it works for you. What I'm going to do now for the last part of the podcast is some of you sent in some questions i think i put it i can't remember whether i put it on facebook or instagram it was one of them it might have been both and i got sent in loads as you can imagine whenever there's a call for questions you guys have a lot of questions so it's a good job i like answering the questions you ask but i think i had over 100 um many of them were the same and what i've done is i've spent some time this week and i've managed to get them into six questions i don't know how i've done that so what i'm going to do now is just go answer six of the most frequently asked questions that you asked about napping at nursery so number one, my child uses blackout blinds for naps. What if, if what if this means they have problems napping at nursery? I'm going to be honest. I've never come across. I mean, I haven't been in, into a nursery for a while, so I haven't come across a nursery that uh, that uses blackout blinds. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not out there. And again, it is normal if your little one is used to having blackout blinds, like likes it dark for naps, and then at nursery, um, it's a little bit lighter chances are they might find it hard a little trickier to get to down for nap at nursery but this comes we don't know we can never prevent or preempt them um knowing how they're going to respond you being their experts always always have a better idea of how your baby or your small is going to um respond at nursery or what they're going to do but in all honesty, we never really know for 100% certainty what is going to happen until we're, we're actually, we're there. And that's why my approach is always, it is a, a little bit, it's about being a little bit gung-ho, giving it a go and seeing what happens. So my suggestion would be to ask whether they've got blackout blinds at nursery, because you never know they might have, and that could um, ease your worries, which is normal. And if they don't, my suggestion would be to just give your little one the time to um, to adapt there. It comes back to all, all of the four sleep suggestions I've gone through. Expect that if they are used to the dark, it might make, it might impact their, their nap there, but it's likely to be only temporary while they get used to it. Focus on what we can control. So if they're not napping, um, if you go and collect them and they haven't napped all day because it, it hasn't been dark, um, 
focus on what you can control whip through the bedtime routine slightly earlier bedtime give it time usually settles all by itself in the beginning because it's it's light in there they'll just want to look at everything nose 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 and look around but give it a little bit more time that novelty wears off and fingers crossed they'll start to nap and also taking that familiar object from home with you is likely to help as well question number two uh, my small is a great sleeper I always like to hear that how can we keep this going with a new routine at nursery and again a lot of these questions will come back to what I've just gone through with the sleep suggestions so really happy to hear your small is a great sleeper um always happy to hear always happy to hear that always um it's natural um, that starting nursery I really hope that um if they're a great sleeper at home that they'll just slot into their new nursery routine okay but again we never know how they're going to respond and we can't prevent or preempt that from happening um how to keep it going with a new routine at nursery my suggestion would be to just try and stay as consistent as possible at home with the bedtime with the routine with what you're doing and also just expect that it could impact their sleep a little bit sleep isn't just about um like sleeping and rest and and restoring ourselves we also download the day's experiences and you think about how um stimulating and how much it's amazing it doesn't it's it's going to be great for them um all the new experiences and the things they're going to learn but that can have an impact on sleep time because they'll just want to at the end of the day at bedtime I hate that phrase at the end of the day but i'll actually use that in a literal sentence there but at the end of the day they are going to want to go through it go through their day and have a think about it so expect that it might take a little bit of a hit their sleep might take a little bit of a hit but again just know it is very likely to be um very temporary so i think if your small is a great sleeper at home really hoping that they can continue that at nursery with the new routine i would just try and stick to be as consistent as you possibly can with what you're doing at home and fingers crossed if it comes off track it will settle all by itself Baby is boobed to sleep at home. How are they going to nap at nursery? I feel that I've covered this question in everything I've just gone through up until this point. Just with this, this is, I get this so much. And it is so logical to think that if my baby needs the boob with me to get to sleep, then that's what they are going to need every time they nap and with someone else. However, I'm not saying it's 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 a definite because again we can never prevent or prevent or preempt how they're going to respond. But chances are, when you're not there, they're tired. They've had enough awake time. Um, they know that they know that the the breastfeeding the boobs aren't an option when they're at nursery and chances are given a little bit of time um your nursery worker their key worker whoever's putting them down for naps will find a way to settle them without boobing because that just isn't an option at nursery but again it might take time if you are generally my advice here like if a, um a mum sent me in their sleep story and wanted to to work together and and look at this before nursery i would have a pre-chat with them and i would go through do you want to stop feeding like it depends like how many days they're going to nursery do you want to stop breastfeeding um for naps and if you don't want to stop um boobing for naps my suggestion would be to start nursery see what happens 
chances are they'll nap okay there and if they don't and you want to then you can slowly start to move away from boobing to sleep but i wouldn't necessarily encourage a parent to do that before they start nursery and just purely for the reason of trying to make it easier for someone else to settle them so i hope that makes sense question number four why do they go to sleep at nursery but battle so much at home Again, I used to hear this, but I used to get this personally when I used to be a nanny. I was a nanny for 20 years and I would hear it all the time from parents. I'd be like, why can you get them down? And it's just, it's just not, it's completely different with them. And I think it just, it comes back to, um, again, it's so, parenting is so personal. It's so hard not to take it personally, isn't it? Like, well they battle with me what am I doing wrong am I missing something why can they settle my baby and I can't and again it, it comes back to that magnet that push me pull me like you're happy and glad that they'll settle with someone else but at the same time it's hard not to like oh why can't I settle my baby these feelings are all completely normal um and it is completely normal and natural for them to go to nursery and nap okay there and to still have a little bit of a battle at home there because for all of the things I've just gone through in this podcast but also different boundaries different people and there's nothing like the bond and how how they are with their parents um, and it could be really hard because it can feel like they're giving you a hard time but no one else um, but it is completely normal and yes my suggestion would be to keep doing what you're doing um, and if they are one thing I would say is if you find that they are really battling at, at, at home but they are going okay at nursery it's always worth just asking the nursery what time are they putting them down and how are they getting them down because it could be a really tiny tweak that you make at home that could then help um, mirror what they're doing at nursery which can help as well number five how do they manage to get all the babies to sleep when I can't get one to sleep again this comes up all the time there are more there isn't just one person at nursery and i think this just can't i do i mentioned it before that peer pressure i think everybody else like the nursery gets quiet everybody's going to sleep there's nothing else necessarily going on um it's completely normal and i've got lots of friends that are teachers and they say this all the time that they say like i can get a class of 25 30 children to behave or do something or do their schoolwork. do you think i can get my own child to do any of that no and again it i think it just comes down to all of those things that i've just spoke about before about them napping at nursery completely different boundary different people different perspective how they behave and what they do with you is completely different it's completely normal to take it personally parenting is so personal it's hard not to internalize that and think about what am i doing what am i doing wrong why can't i do that um and yeah but yeah that always comes up but i think to answer your question how do they manage to get the babies to sleep at at, but you can't get one to sleep at home it isn't anything you're doing wrong at home and a lot of the um the people that work in the nursery there's more than one of them there's the peer pressure they've got a really solid routine at nursery. i'm not saying you don't have a solid routine at home but they have a really solid routine at nursery and they have been doing it it's this is their job for many um of the the people working in the nursery 
they've been doing it for years they i think a lot of it sometimes is confidence i'm not saying you're not confident got to be really careful about that um but they've been doing it a long time and the more um you're used to doing something i just think sometimes it becomes second nature to you so yeah you're not doing anything wrong it's completely normal and then question number six what if they fall asleep on the way home this is very likely to happen i used to work for um back in my nanny days i used to pick up um all nannying jobs are different and i used to do a pickup on a wednesday from i used to pick the two little girls up from nursery drive them home across london so from waterloo all the way back to um north london and the pickup time was five and invariably one of them would fall asleep or sob the whole way home and it's horrible stuck in london traffic there's nothing you can do you can't park the car you're stuck you can't stop because you're on the redway blah 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 blah. so yes i don't know how it feels for you but i can totally feel your pain with that danger doze time if they do that and again for me this is just used to come down to um we can only control what we've got control over and if we are driving solo in a car wherever we are driving whether that's in london country lanes wherever we're driving it's not always possible to stop them from falling asleep in the and having a danger doze on their way home or in the buggy things that used to help i would give if i was in a buggy if not i was in a buggy but if they were in a buggy or you felt comfortable giving them um food in the car not everybody does that for safety um i would probably give them something to eat sing chat have the windows open um try and keep them awake but if they did fall asleep there is absolutely nothing we can do about that and i would just make sure that you wake them as soon as you get home and again this is usually it's temporary um having said that one of the girls always used to fall asleep um it is usually temporary um and it gets better as they just get used to their new routine and it just becomes more familiar um wake them when they get home push bedtime and sometimes it works in your favor because they can push a little bedtime a little bit later but just bear in mind actually that danger doze yes danger doze if they nap anywhere past three as they get older it can have an impact on their on them going to bed at bedtime but also going starting nursery it's such a big thing that you might be surprised that they'll have a danger dose and then still go to bed at their normal bedtime because they're so so full of them full of the day that they're exhausted anyway so i hope that's helpful well, as ever, I really hope you found this episode useful and reassuring. That's all I ever want from these little episodes is that you find them helpful, reassuring, sometimes a little bit funny, and you feel that you've got some really simple and straightforward sleep suggestions to put in place that could help. I will see you. Or thank you also. Oh, I can't even speak today. It's Friday. Thank you all so much for listening and tuning in. If you have really enjoyed this show, please share it with one of your parent pals. Chances are they would really like it. Any rating, any reviews. I love knowing that you are listening. I love, no, I love, love that you love listening. I love knowing that too. Big love and sleep solidarity to you all. And I will see you in another two weeks. Thank you so much for listening to me, your host, Kerry Secker, on the Carrot Out Sleep Show. I really hope you found the podcast reassuring, informative and a little bit fun. If you did, please don't forget to subscribe to the show below and I'd be so grateful if you could leave me some fabulous feedback. I always love hearing from you and one lucky listener will win lifetime access to my Bedtime Basics e-course every single month. My next podcast episode will be out in two weeks' time 
But if you can't wait for more of my sleep shizzle, you can find me over on Instagram at Carrot Out Sleep Consultant. I update my sleep squares and speak sleep there on the daily. Big love and sleep solidarity to you all.